Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. PJ Gallagher, what's the crack? Oh, yeah, I'll fucking knock us today. 98. 98. Oh, now are you knackered? Like, gonna have a breakdown? Oh, before we start, I'm not gonna see you for your birthday. You bastard. It was Easter. <laughs> so look, oh, you didn't! I brought I brought a present oh, for you no. and for your housemate. Oh no! Not the dog. You got me bleeding Easter. Oh, deadly buzz! Oh, okay. and I know you like weird Easter eggs like Cadbury's cream. We I won't do. eat them. Don't they're my favorite. The one only Easter yeah. egg I got myself was a Cadbury's cream egg. I know you said you liked them, and then I got a mini egg one as well, just to be sure. Amazing! So there you go. Thanks very much. I got you. Fuck off. Absolutely not. I, not necessary at I all. I totally apologize. I actually, but I don't. Thanks I, very much. It's you for your birthday and for that. Easter. But I, then I went. This is probably a pointless exercise because he probably looked at me and go shove your chocolate up your house. No, I I always eat Easter eggs. It's my real Easter's my Christmas. I got small ones though. To be fair. Yeah. I didn't come in with a monstrosity. No, because... Easter is my Christmas. Uh, Easter uh, is my Christmas. Do you know what? I have to say, it. I, like, are you allowed to call it a holiday? It is a I holiday. D- Fucking right, it is. Holy Jesus and all turned into a zombie. Um, it is a holiday. But yeah, I just, to be honest with you, I'm into e- I'm into Easter more than I am Christmas. Oh, big time! Christmas is shit. Yeah, Christmas is fucking shit. I've We've been going on about that. this for ages. All yeah. the, uh, like uh, without going over old ground. You have to buy presents for fuckers yeah. you hate. You have to hang around I with like family people. Pre- <laughs> oh, you have to hang around with wankers you're related to. It involves drinking copious amounts of alcohol just to keep that fucking fake smile on your face. Christmas is shit. Uh, Easter's incredible. Mm. You just stick a chocolate egg in the fridge, close the door, and have a laugh. It's great crack. It's, it's the just... dawning of a new time of year. The cold is gone. Oh, do you know I'm so excited for spring? Yeah, Easter's amazing. Easter's the I, most amazing I'm time. I'm into Easter. I've always, funny though, my mom always liked Easter. And, you know, she liked Christmas, she but was, always liked Easter. Of course she well did. She did to buy Antvias. Yeah. She was fucking done. She was fucking only getting over Christmas, exhausted. Her bleeding kids swinging out of her. I'd stuck in the fucking house, freezing, doing her bleeding head in the whole time. And then all of a sudden, a daffodil jumps out of the back garden. The sun comes up. The kids are fucking out of the house. That's true. They'll come back to bedtime. Oh, yeah. yeah, Of course she loves us. She can take the wine out of Hoover. Have a sup. Yeah. All our grannies and our mammies in the 80s used to have the sneaky bottle in the house somewhere. She had brandy. (laughs) We weren't continental enough for wine in my house. Brandy. My mum loved brandy. And then people were like, would you want a ginger ale? My mum would be like, sacrilege. Which would you want a ginger ale? Like... Why would you water this down? Um, but yeah, I went, I had telly on Sunday morning um, and then I legged it home and I had my mom 
and uh, I had my brother, my nephew and my brother-in-law for dinner. And I went home and did all my prep for my dinner. And in fairness, Simon Delaney, I just hit him up. I was like, I'm cooking a joint of beef. And I'm still getting you. I can do all the just normal dinners. Do you know like all the normal dinners? Like your yeah. mash or your spaghetti bolognese, lasagnas, chilies, whatever it is. Potatoes, shepherd's pie, all those kind of things. They're all mince-based, weirdly. But, you know, whatever it is. I can cook all of those. But actually cutting a joint, I always get a bit like, I don't really know what to do with it. So I was like, I how do I cook? Oh yeah, do I, so I got a deli piece of meat and so he was like, sear it and do this and I cooked it and we also, and it was just a couple of glasses of wine over dinner then we watched the Dublin match was on the telly and we were, it was that like, do you know that feeling of like, because everyone thought it was on air and we didn't think it was going to be on telly the Dubs oh, game. Yeah, yeah. And then my brother was like, we just check, we just check. And then he turned it on. Oh, and then the Dubs was, I don't know, we just sat and all watched the Dubs. <laughs> and put the kids to bed and they their sugar high had hit, so they were on the crash. Oh, so they brilliant. went to sleep. That's what you want, yeah. Bottle of wine open, sat there. And no, other than the fact, it was, it was cold. It was freezing ah, over the weekend. Yeah. Couldn't have given a it shit. Was cold, I was yeah. like, I was, I was fucking cold on it was the hill. Co- it was, I'd say that because I was only saying. Was I actually said that to cold. Joey. I said, "Say the hill is because you can see people sitting in the lower Hogan going." Yeah, and we Ooh. left it too late, so we ended up having to stand up near the back, and the breeze was coming in towards. Oh, you don't us. want to be there either. It was fucking cold. There's <laughs> a certain clientele towards the back of the hill. There is. There is. Oh my god. I never go back there, right? You know why? Yeah, yeah. But I never go. Like, there's a just. For those that aren't aware, the, ba- the more family-friendly the Hill 16 is, the closer you are to the pitch. Yeah. The further away and the further right yeah. you get to the fucking... Actually, it's pretty much like politics. Yeah. The further, further north and the further right you go, the crazier the fucking people you get. I was unfortunately right... Because there's always space around them because nobody, so nobody wants afraid to be there, yeah. And I'm was, not afraid of them. It's not just, afraid. It's, they're just... It, they're just a, they're, Oh, but there was two women, right, standing behind me. Uh, Shaka Khan and Tina Turner, they looked like. The exact same haircuts. I mean, the exact same haircuts, except they were both red, right? Shaka Khan, um, right behind me, and fucking Tina Turner. And, and they reckon, yeah, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, everybody, Shaka Khan. Duka, 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 up the dubs. Right, so I was there. And it was fucking hilarious when we were coming in. Because, uh, you know, it's typical GAA, like everything's really slick and all, but there's always something that's just not right. This is Irish. And so there's a lad outside Hill 16 with a loudspeaker, and he's doing that thing, you know, people who have a ticket, please come on straight through, stay to the left hand side if you have a bag, need searching, right? But his loudspeaker was broken, so all that you could hear was, and every time he stopped talking, everybody went, I'm a Scott man! <laughs> and it was fucking funny, right? So we were all, that was all happening, and then every time he stopped talking, people were going, uh, so we eventually get in, we realised we left it too late, Dublin fans have a tendency to do that, went up to the back, and we thought, well, at least in front of the two women, we, yeah, we did, Safe. we judged by gender, gender. we did, oh. we judged by gender, so it would be grand, go over, Big there, mistake. Go over there to Shaka Khan and Tina Turner, and we won't, we'll be grand, and we get there, she recognises me and goes, I hope your language isn't going to be bad. That's what she said to me. Like, obviously, she was setting me up for a fall. And fuck, I've never heard language like it in my life. Like, in my fucking life, I've never heard it like it. Like, she, everybody that took the ball, you fucking bastard cunt, you fucking leaky, drippy bastard of a cunt, yeah? you fucking Mickey-headed wanker. Look at this fucking prick. He looks like Daniel O'Donnell and the Harden. All this, right? This shit going on for ages. Horrible shit. And one of the top, he should be just there with earmuffs. Earmuffs. I, I was earmuffs. like, I'm re- I, I was just totally distracted. And then 
one of the Galway players took a knock and hit the deck and she screamed, and I mean top of her voice screamed, I'm not paying me fucking peer, do you? Oh, Will you get up off the ground, you fucking queer? It's like, this is the worst And spot. people wonder why I won't go to the this hill. This is the worst spot on the fucking hill. I've never heard anyone say it. I'm not paying me peer, do you? And then calls him, a fucking queer. It was like, this is, oh yeah, I chose was that. Was Khan, yeah? That was, and what was Tina doing? That was doing? Tina Turner. Oh, no, Shaka was... Khan was the one that was laughing. She was egging on Tina Turner. Right, okay. The fucking unreal. What a combo. I can actually show you a picture of one of them. Because I would like to one see. of them tweeted me to say, hope our language or something wasn't too bad during the match. And you can see the head in her way, do you see? Did and they're you... podcast <laughs> listeners. Oh, are they? They're podcast listeners. So they're going to be listening to this. Hello, Shaka Khan. Hello, Shaka Khan and Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Now, you know I'll who tell I'm you, talking about? I'll tell you, I... I have I use language from time to time myself, but apparently you two. I wonder what club they're from. Um, I'm interested, I, but because I, I love that it's dynamic. Not a, it's a, a very you, mad club, I'd say. Do you, comes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, um, but I always wonder, like, that you're not going to see them at the academy on a Saturday morning, going, "Come here, yeah," like to a six-year-old. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, I don't know. You might with these ones. It was one red-headed fucking one of them had red hair. And all he did was abuse this red-haired player from Galway. Well, see, well, you're kind of allowed, though, are you? If if you are of, you if know, you're of the persuasion. If you're of the persuasion, does that therefore give you carte blanche? I to don't just, know. I do really know, don't know. Not like black way. people use a certain word that you can't use, but they can use it because you're black. Maybe we call each other paddies and mixing. Yeah. We can do that, I suppose. And but but well, then we never do. Yeah, but then if you're ginger, can you call each other ginger? Like I don't know. Only what, a ginger. You know, there's a great song. No, I fear you're about to tell me. But there is a great song. Ah, oh, shit, it doesn't matter. I can't think of the guy's name. He's a fucking amazing comedian. Mick Hucknall. No, because he says he makes out like he's going to say the N-word because he goes, it's like a couple of G's and I and an N and E and an R. You know, because it's all the Doherty. same letters. And then it's is only it a ginger can call another oh, ginger, Tim, ginger. Tim Minchin. That's him. Yes. That's him. There you go. Love Tim Minchin. He's yeah, like one good. of my favourite people. Do you know that I so obviously, I've met Tim Minchin, obviously. Um, but when he was over doing Jesus Christ, uh, yeah, Jesus Christ Superstar with Christopher, um, I kind of was a bit like, I found him, to watch him, I've, I loved his stand-up and I found him odd. I was a bit like, he's a bit odd. And Christopher said to me, I swear to God, you'll meet him. And you'll fancy him. And I went, there is nothing about Tim Minchin that I find it. And he goes, yeah, I swear he's, he's to you. He's a very charismatic sort of a fucker, do you know? PJ, I swear to God, I was about three minutes in his company. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I believe he's that. He's like, one. and he's real. And he's like, and I can't do the, the his accent like, but he's like, Susie, talk to me. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. What, what do you do? Yeah. And yeah. And then he's like, and I wrote Matilda. I sat, And I'm just like, yeah, there oh, you go. Tim. See, there you go. And he's ginger. And he, uh, and everybody knows ginger people have no souls. Oh uh, yeah, is he actually a ginger? I didn't even notice. He's kind of like he's, he's all burning. Strawberry heads. Yeah. He? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I've yeah. I've noticed, by the way, from your Twitter account, before we get into anything else, I've noticed that you're watching stand up, and I'm I saw that you were down in Cork watching stand up the other night. Are you watching uh, a little bit? Yeah, I had nothing else to do. I was uh, hanging around. How rude to the person you went to see. <laughs> no, I- <laughs> Well, I had lost my arms and my legs and I couldn't go anywhere, no. so I just sat there. No, 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 no. I, I was nothing else to do, so I just went into... I was in Cork and uh, the club was across the road and I just went in because I thought I'd know people. And I did. 
Did, were you down working of Cork or were you just down in a jolly for No, I was you're, down in a jolly You're mad for Cork. So that. I love Cork, yeah, I love Cork. And because I did Young Offenders, so I get everything in Cork for fucking next to nothing. So I can get like hotels in Cork for like 50 quid and they give you the best room and suite and all that. So yeah. So you're on the leg. So basically, I'm so proud of you, PJ. I'm so proud Thank of you. you. So basically, anytime I'm not in Dublin, I'm getting free shit in Cork. In Cork. That's where I am. What's the drink in Cork? What's what you mean to drink? Isn't it? But isn't there a drink that's only in? It's like Tizer, but it's only in oh, Cork. Oh, Tanora. Like, no, no, like re, yeah, it's, it's like Tanora. What oh, is Tanora? Is yeah. it Tanora? Yeah. Yeah, they have. Can they have a couple of things? They and have then a couple of things. Yeah, they do. There's something else like a oh, like somewhere up north. There's like another drink that they that they only drink as well. But oh, we don't football have it. special. Football special. Yeah, that's that's funny, Gal. Yeah, we don't have. Yeah, but I just think this is weird that you don't have it. It is episode ninety-eight. Uh, oh, we'll go backwards. So we'll talk about. Uh, we and we'll talk about our live show that we're going to do in London. But you, so Christopher, Chris Moyles came over and did a show oh, here for two days. And you, we we did the show together. Yes, we did. I have never seen PJ so uncomfortable in his life when Chris Moyles brought up the fact that we should do a radio show together. And PJ literally sat in his chair going, Because yeah, I have a fucking job. I'm supposed to be loyal to my job. I'm, I'm no, supposed... it's with no disloyalty to your job. Your show is great and you have a great thing going on. Your I know, breakfast but show. But have... what he was saying, the biggest the biggest thing of it what would be, it's not where we are, you know, or what we're doing, but the bigger thing of it is funny that, you know, I know. As a combo. No, fuck off. You put me on the Go spot on yourself. purpose. I and know. you're laughing your head off at the same time. You don't need to. You have like one of the most famous radio presenters in the world. I on. have no loyalty. You two should do a show. Oh, whatever he talks like. Yes, he totally that. talks you like that. You two should do a show. And then, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it? And I was like, fucking stop. I, like, I get, I, getting, I wouldn't get in trouble, but I get the whole, so are you happy? Oh, what's the fucking story? Good. You know? They should keep you happy. You're a good, you're an, uh, a huge asset I'm to their really, company. I'm not really in the hole these days. I've been doing a bit of Moaning lately, but that's grand. That's all right. That's everybody moans. That's radio. <laughs> if you're not moaning, that comes part and parcel with our job. It's like if you work in radio, you have to go into the PD and go, I'm not happy with what the colour of the water. Changes. Uh, yeah, although I have to say it was very hard being on a radio show with you and not cursing me head off. PJ, you came in honestly because we we briefly saw each other for two seconds before <laughs> we went on air, right? So I'm then... so used to being so relaxed doing this shit that you just sit there and you talk like you're just having a coffee or, or you're like whatever. No, it's as if nobody's listening doing this. Well, nobody is listening. They fucking are. They better be. Otherwise, I don't know who I'm no, getting these messages are. from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just me. Uh, but then you sit down there and then you, there's like a few people and I don't know what it is about your influence. But it definitely felt like I didn't have to behave as much as I had to behave. You should, yeah. Do but I, I mean? in fairness, I did feel it. Like, I, I think if we look in all seriousness, if we did radio show together, we would totally be behaved, and we we know the rules of radio. Yeah. But we've never, like it's it it's never been a thing. We've never done that. We've actually never do, even when the station we used to work on together, no, never we never did it. But. We went in and I saw PJ for like two seconds before we went on Chris for show and I was sitting there and then he came in and then I actually had to kind of sit back in my chair a bit and be like, don't. And then at one point there was a bit of a conversation going on and I, I, there was two seconds where I went, Any, could, anything could happen here. Like anything could happen because either of us could just go, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but you're really good and really funny and then was there was a bit of chat about like you doing stand up and having in the UK and then you had a fucking anxiety attack as you tend to do did I? you're like no I'm not doing stand up in the UK but oh, there was yeah, people yeah. who would like to see you do stand up in I the UK I don't know if there is I don't know if there is I will see if they are interested I'll do a gig I, I, I would do a gig if I, but I, I don't know anyway yeah. speaking of a gig in the UK 
We're going over April 28th. April 28th, it's happening. So the details are, we're going to... What's the, the name of the place? The Boogaloo? The Boogaloo. The Boogaloo or the Boogaloo, which is in Highgate in North London on April 28th. So doors are at three o'clock. But so Jerry, so basically, here's the deal. They do a big brunch in the Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Um, they do a big brunch. So they're like, come, have a bit of brunch. Have a bite to eat, three o'clock. Right, yeah. Have a few drinks. Yeah. I think it's a carvery. I don't actually know, Very but good. have a bit of that. And about four o'clock, myself and PJ are going to sit up on a set of stools with a couple of microphones and we're going to have a bit of a podcast. We're going to record it if you're not going to be there, but we'll we'll record a podcast. We'll do it live when you can say hi and that'll kind of be it. It's a tenor on the door, but people are getting panicked because they're like, we can't pre-buy tickets. Don't Jerry, who runs the Boogaloo, is the most chilled out man God has ever put on dessert. Like you see, I was like, could we have an option to pre-sell? You could, but we won't really do that. And then, so between the jigs and the rails, it's a big room. Yeah. We're not going to have thousands of people. Like, I don't even yeah, know how many grand. we'll have. It'll and then, look, there's loads of room, so we'll make room for everybody. So don't worry, you can sit on PJ's lap before, now, if you know, need it. But yeah, so three o'clock doors, we're going to be on about four. Come and have a bit of brunch. Come and eat food and listen. Yeah, come eat some food, get involved, have a chat, meet us. And have a bit of crack. Have a bit of crack and be part of the Dublin podcast. It's as informal as that. That is, yeah, it's just got to be a bit of crack. And And there's a West Ham match on. West Ham are playing Manchester City the day after and I'd love to go but I can't get tickets because apparently you have to be a fucking member of the West Ham fan club or something oh well hang on let's so look into that is anybody in that. over there and I'll ask Christopher does he know anyone yeah might, please yeah, yeah that'd be great because I don't, I really want to go to that game I kind of have a penchant a penchant for West Ham a little bit is that because the, the tuggery that you're starting no it's not with? actually smart and you're pants. wearing actually maroon which is oh I am wearing yeah, yeah, your wearing, West Ham colour they don't call it maroon they call it claret claret blue claret. I thought the claret was the blue no, I think they call themselves the Clarets, the Claret. Oh, they probably do. Yeah, the they're Hammers, right. well, they're the Hammers, but you know yourself. But I do like West Ham, and I'd love to see. Um, I'd love to see that. So anyway, that's. The, we'll ask that's the if anybody knows how we can get West Ham tickets, and then Joanne is in London that night. Yes, she's so on. So Joanne McNally doing is. Doing a gig. Where is she that night? Yeah. We need to find Chiswick, somewhere in Chiswick. Well, that's close. So we're Is in it? Highgate, North London, uh, in the Boogaloo, and then yeah, I might go and see Joanne. I, I, I'm nice. going Are you going to go? I, yeah, I'm going to go to that. I so might go and do that then. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so that's it. So look, we hope that you can come. And uh, and we have new, actually more news I'll tell you about about our 100th episode as well. We'll yeah. talk about that. Oh, that, yeah, bit. near the end. Did you enjoy the whole Chris Moyles thing? I, I, I did, had the yeah, best two fun, days yeah. ever. Oh, yeah, well, you were on it. I was just in and out for, for 10 minutes. I did, but I, was, I did two days. See, I was all caught up in the... It's been a weird fucking season. Do you know what I mean? It's been... Like, I forget how much... How the religious people come out around this season. It's a real... This is their time. Oh, this is it. This is when Christ is died, well, Christ is risen. Because St. Patrick's will come Day again. came, and of course, there's people that think St. Patrick was actually a saint. And then there was the whole... Uh, you know, <laughs> and then there's, you know, the whole right God died and then he came back as a practical joke on the Sunday and you know the Jesus thing and the eggs and the fucking Lent and all and did you know oh god here we go did you know that in Lent you get Sundays off now hang on I heard you talking about this with Martin King did you know did you hear this It's that he was told by a bishop who Bishop Len from Father Ted like no a a fucking bishop Len you get Sundays off I know I know I'll tell you I think I did know that and you get your birthday off 
Well, my birthday's August, so that doesn't fall into yeah, Lent. But obviously, if your it? birthday is in within the, the, the realms the length of and Lent. 40 days. And if Patrick's Day falls on the Sunday, you get that off. Uh, yes, see, that's the thing, because Lent is 46 fucking days. And if you take out the Sundays, it's the 40 days. So I was technically. How did we get to. I was like, 40 days? No, yeah. Yeah, so technically, uh, well, I don't know. I'm not exactly read on my Bible. It's been a while. Well, you need but to I get back on it. But I definitely don't remember a point or any times in the Bible where G- Jesus came out every Sunday and went, Cheat day. Here, give us a fuck. Glass of water is fucking roasting in there. Woo, jeez. Anybody got Have you got a chocolate egg? And he eats them and goes back into the desert for another week. I don't remember it being like that, but apparently. Maybe they left that. Maybe that's in the subcontext. The subcon, yeah. yeah. I don't know, but I, I know, but you get you get it off. You get Sundays off. Now, I think funny that you do say that as much as I'm taking the piss. There's something that reminds me about that because one of my pals, Aoife, she now we I cheated a bit around length. I wasn't good with it. Neva Michelle, my pals were good. They used to buy sweets every week and put them in a box under their bed. I used to take stuff out of it, need it. Um, but Aoife was always like to this day still. She'll still like around February go. I'm just trying to think of what I'm going to give up for length. I'm like I've given up everything. I've had two children, so I've done enough. I've put in my penance. Um, but. I do remember something about she would, they would have like treats in her house on a Sunday, like they'd have a dessert or they'd have something sweet or something like that. So yeah, it does make it's sense. Mad. And do you know what I learned about Christians this week? Oh, Jesus. Word. I learned with all the religious carry on that's going on. Yeah. The happier a Christian is, the madder they are. Only trust miserable Christians. Okay. I've realized it. Uh, can you tell or us how you got to this? Act miserable. At least once I act miserable. I've been observing. I mean, you know my mass from the old, you know, I read this. I've been going to mass for years, right? And it's 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 in the tune. It's in the fucking tune. That's what it is. It's in the tune. I've actually just realised it. It's in the song. That's where it is. That's how you know. You know a crazy Christian by whether they sing happy or if they sing sad, right? So what if so if they if they do so, the, if they do this song, Christ has died. They're Christ, no, or, but if then they're they normal do, people. If they do, Our Father who art in heaven. Kind of. Or you know the ones that don't Boat even. Group. You know the songs that aren't even songs. In the unity of the Holy Spirit, our glory and honor is yours, Almighty Father. Amen. No, them ones. Or the, the, the <laughs> ones that go. Or else the ones where they go. We pray for the people of Africa who haven't got legs or food. And now we want to make them happy. Play for us, Jesus. Oh, you know them ones? Yeah. And you go, right, okay. Normal people. The ones you want to watch are the fucking, you know, the whole Mary had a baby, yes, Lord. Let's oh. burn the gay people, yes, Dev, yes, we should. The gays are evil and I'm ashamed. The world goes around with them still on. And they're doing it with their big smiley faces. But they're, it's all the under, yeah, the yeah. They're the ones, it's the, and I remember being around them. I'm also, I only got all these memories this week of going, I remember my cousins, right? I've got these mad cousins and they took me to this thing called Camp that. Jesus, right? And it was Sorry, all, what? Yeah, Camp Jesus, and it was all those happy fuckers, right? It was all those Camp Jesus. happy, dangerous Christians. Oh, Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Peace, Eileen. That's what yeah. they do. And do they they harmonise. And do you remember? Yeah. And do you remember? All the hits. Mary had a baby. Yes, Lord. Mary had a baby. Yes, my Lord. Mary had a baby. Yes, Lord. The people keep on coming, but the train done gone. Do you remember all them? Ooh, yeah. And you were like, this is... And they then, were the folk group people. every time you got into a car with these fuckers, every time... Like, you go from here to the spa. Like, as soon as you sat in, it was like, he got the whole world in his fucking hands. He got the whole world in his... He's got you and me and... 
the Holy Spirit sitting in the car, whatever the oh fuck it is. <laughs> and those I've realized you want to be careful for them. The ones that smile the most are the ones that are into all the whole. Yo, vote no and shut your hole and throw out the fellas. They're the ones sticking up the pictures. I'm telling you, be careful of them. Be careful of them. I just realized that it's the whole there. Get the gays out. Woo! They, they, they yeah, have, it's I've like they say understood. they say it in such a happy way, but yeah, what they're saying is pure venom. What? I've never understood the whole why religions just don't like gay folk anyway. Like it seems to be a universal religious thing. Doesn't it? It's like no matter what. Religion is there any religion is. that's accepting? What? Is there any religion? I don't know. That's I don't accepting? think so. I'm not 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 in its like book of. Whatever. But isn't it kind of funny though? Because like, what's the line from the Bible? Is like Jesus made or God made us in the ah. Oh. God made us like as in a reflection of himself or like in, in a like of of the image of yeah, himself, a likeness was, of yeah, himself. Yeah. So then if well then he's obviously made people who are homosexual. Because he, yeah, he but, that so and we're all God's children. No, they always do the Leviticus, you know the book of Leviticus, where they go, um any man Your knowledge of like all things religious terrifies me. I was just singing a few songs. Though. You just went, you know, the book of Leviticus, that, yeah, which you know, sounds like a fucking STI for starters. <laughs> and number two, no, I'm not. I, I can give you your Paul to the Corinthians, your Genesis, your book of, what's the other oh, one? You only know the greatest hits. Oh, I know no, the big the... hits. From the, I know your funerals, <laughs> your confirmations, your communions and your weddings. They, yeah. I, I can give you all of those. No, the book of Leviticus is the one that says any man that lies with a man uh, Sorry, yeah. Should be stoned to, yeah. to, or should be put to death. There's like different depending on so which. So God made us in His likeness, of... except if your likeness is homosexuality, you are like jumping in your chair. Your I, leg is going yeah. to like ninety. To be, I can be honest with you. Yeah, I had a bit of a quarter when so he came in. Oh no, you've loads of chocolate. Yeah, I had a few of chocolate. You're fucking in. hyper. <laughs> yeah, I'm all I'll stone over you. You're literally your leg is like. I think I might have an allergy or something. Or no, I just don't eat it anymore. That's all it is. I don't believe in allergies. It's below the bollock. Sorry, see, no, you just have too much sugar and you don't eat sugar. That's what that is. That's like, you're essentially what my three and a half year old is like. <laughs> I just say I do believe in allergies. I don't mean to be. It's just. Oh, you'll have everybody now with the people with. Oh, I am always. The lactose intolerances. Oh, lactose intolerance. You no. just don't like fucking milk. That's you just don't like fucking milk. I, I do like milk. I it's just my arse and she empties itself into my trousers if I have a fuck off. Don't drink like that's me. Like I swear to fucking I'm just saying, there's a trend, right? There's a fucking trend. One person was gen do, do you ever remember anyone dying of nuts when we were kids? Me fucking arse they did. <laughs> the girl the girl and my girl did. She ever that wasn't nuts, it was all it was a beast. flies or bees or some bullshit. And that was your man anyway. She was grand. She was grand. It was fucking... I just tell you, all I'm saying is, I remember I went to school in the 80s. And when I was in school, there was 730 people in a class. Not like it is now, where people actually fucking cared about you. Not like they just tied you up and left you there. And if you fucking... You, you, there was no, you were allergic. Allergic meant like you went on fire if you, went, if you put your hand in it. Oh, he's allergic to fire. He'd already been on flames a couple of times. Fucking That's why nuts. his skin looks like Fucking that. nuts. When did that become a no, thing? No, I... One of my, I'm not girl, saying it's not a thing. I'm just saying it didn't exist a very short time ago. No, a girl I worked <laughs> with, I nearly killed. A girl I worked with yeah, but in when? radio... No, like 10 years Grand ago, 15 nut, years ago. That's fucking... That, yeah, that's she, all new. She like literally... <laughs> She, I would have been eating maybe yeah it was when I worked in Q102 hi Lisa Armstrong if you listen but uh, she I'd been eating nuts in the peanuts in the 
in before she was came on air and she came in she'd always come in a half an hour before she'd be on air at 12 o'clock and she was like sitting there going eh, 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 eh. and I was like are you okay you see that's not allergic and, oh no 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 like literally had to like her throat she had a pen to go into her arse and throat closed over lip starts to swell 999 to hospital job like she literally eyes bulge the whole, like, yeah. the whole work. Once she gets the EpiPen in, which Grant. was so funny, I remember her saying but to me. But you remember when you were, you were, when I was a kid, I'm just saying, you know what you're saying, the eyes bulge and the, uh, uh, uh. I remember lads who were just, that was what they were like. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was a kid. There was a lad in school with us, he was seven years old, he had a full hairy penis on him. I've never seen anything like it. It was fucking weird. What? Sorry. Maybe. What? Yes. Do you remember the first time? I no, never... girls. Again, I this doesn't the, the stuff that goes down with boys and goes down with girls is like so completely different. I like you. When you're made going to the what shower. What is it with boys exposing? Like they just no. When you're you made going to the shower after a thing where well, he wasn't seven, he was maybe eleven. And all of us were in there with our little hook mickeys. You know, you're, you're so small. No, I don't know. Because again, I was not a young boy. <laughs> well, I know this is no, new news to you. But you, but have, I, a, you have a, a young kid. I do, yeah. I you know the way his is just like a little coal hook. It's okay. like a dainty little coat. It's not heavy yet. Oh, so right, it just sticks okay. straight out and has a little torn in it. Okay. You know what I mean? A juvenile. Now I understand what you're saying. A juvenile, It's just like a little coat hook right. upside down. Okay. There's no weight in it. So it sort of points. It's as if it's, I, have, I haven't been through the progress. It's as if it's pointing them around the house. No, this way, this way. It's like. Well, then when you get a bit of weight, it, fa- it starts to look the other way. Right? Okay. And then it goes a different colour and all when you get to a certain age. If you ever see your dad's really by accident, right? No, never. Well, it's fucking weird, right? Because I remember the first time... Obviously, I was... see my husband's. Yeah, but that's... Yeah, it's but... a fully grown penis now, is it? Yeah, but he'd have a man willy now. I'm right. just saying, there's a time when you, you get a man You go through a transition. You go through a transition. And we saw... I'll never forget the time I saw a full-on man willy. And it wasn't on a fucking man. It wasn't on a man. It wasn't... <laughs> We were in school and there was a kid and he and he was grand, he was much more developed. He had fucking hair on his back. He's eleven, he had hair on his back. There's always one and, kid, wasn't And he had a full on man cock. It was like he robbed his dad's cock and brought it to school. Like you know the way American kids bring guns to school. It's like he robbed his dad's dick and put it in his jocks over Mala his own. Mala did onto himself. Yeah, over his own and brought it in. It was like he took it off the family solicitor, because I think you had to leave your Mickey and your Vagina with your family solicitor in the 80s. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to own them at home. <laughs> he put them on. I went to see, I'm now, and I remember being, like I was kind of upset with him for having one. Right. Because you've never seen anything like that before. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm going down boys a really are dark weird. place here. You're not really, but it's it's that boys, and again, like I, I had, I've had this conversation with Joey about like, uh, girls... I aren't like I never we never changed in changing rooms or if you played camogie or you played sport you just went home after your match and you had a shower at home whereas boys have this big culture I think we talked about this before this big culture of like showers and chat and all this you do have a choice you just go home they just know in school you are made Oh, were you? Oh, we were made. That's why. We, that's why See, we played. We played sports on a Wednesday. We finished five past one on a Wednesday, and then he played your sports of choice, and then he could go home after you. Oh no, game. we weren't in there. I remember there was one priest, right? And he, I was. Oh, say his there name. we go. But no, there was. But he was like, he was insisting. He was always like, you have to have a shower. You have to. This was his thing. Now, in fairness, I don't think he was bogey. I just think it was. He was just. Whereas other teachers, cleanliness is next to godliness. Whereas other teachers were kind of maybe they would have letting you off. He never let us off. It was you had to take your jocks off in the nip in the shower. You were not allowed to wear underpants or any of that. Had to be in the nip, and everybody had to have a shower. That was just the fucking rule. And me mate was so embarrassed about being in the nip that he got his, <laughs> into the shower wearing a full tracksuit. 
The legs and the top of them. It was probably that real shiny. Yeah, like back in the 80s. Remember that? Yeah, the fucking way. Nylon. And he was in there like, you can't even wash. He's just standing, washing his hands. Like, you can't even wash yourself. There's nothing you can do. He's like washing his hair. Just absorb the water. Washing his hair and washing his hands. And your priest lost his mind. He's like, look at you. What are you doing, you bloody gobshite? All of this stuff, yeah, true. So we had no choice. Like you had to, you had to be in the news. That's bizarre. That's the only way I knew what other willies were. I got a lot of comfort from it because when you grow up with a willy when you're young, you right. don't know if you've a weird one. There's no pictures of them. You can, yeah, grand. You want to see a pair of boobs? You got the Sunday World off your dad. You had a flick through. You saw boobs. You were like, grand. Okay, I know what boobs look like, right? I remember before I saw the Sunday World, I thought it was just one huge tit with a, a thing in the middle. <laughs> Right? Uh, just because that's what it looked like from the outside. <laughs> to me. Right? And then I saw. You're like, this is a revelation. Yeah, and then I saw the Sunday world. I was like, holy shit, there's a pair of them and all. It's like eyes, our ears, our fucking socks. Eyes, <laughs> ears, socks, and boobs. Eyes, <laughs> ears, socks. I thought, like, it's like the word scissors. You know, you think that boobs was a plural for one thing. Oh, well, gotcha, Nickers yeah. or scissors or boobs. You're like, yeah, Grant, but it's just it's the just one. one. Gotcha. Uh, and then <laughs> it's not like that. Uh, so, it's a miracle, isn't so it? Then, but but you life. never know with your own carry on because you know like your dad obviously if he showed it to you that's weird Um, you, you, your classmates they don't so you just have this thing that, um, living in your trousers and you just don't know and then so it was actually kind of nice to see other flutes for the first time and realise everything's going to plan here that's I, weird I don't think at any point in a girl's well maybe I'm wrong but I don't think at any point in a girl's life that you go God I wonder if my vagina is the same as everybody else's I, I never it would never occur to me because when, when you see there's a lot of pressure on young lads is it big is it small is it round yeah, is you it see, blue you're is supposed it... To probably, it was girls with boobs yeah, I yeah. suppose your boobs, but it wasn't it wasn't the look of them, it was the size of them. Every girl yeah. wanted big boobs. You'd know boobs, you wanted boobs, you big boobs, you wanted smaller boobs. You had an idea with boobs. Like I said, get the Sunday world. That was the first yeah, well, sex education. Like was the Sunday world. You read the top ten hits on one page. We used to get ours from War Magazine. Do you remember More Magazine? They used to do uh, the position of the month with two Barbie dolls. Or Barbie and a Ken doll. You're joking. Yeah. Disgusting. Carry on. We used to go into News Extra and flick. <laughs> To see what it was, we'd be like, oh, position of the fortnight. Like, we had a breeze even what sex was, and we thought, like, you just banged up. You know, we need no idea. Like, again, that was just the naivety of, like, where you were. But, yeah, weird. You're weird. I don't think I am. I How think... did we get to the Mickey, though? I don't know. I, I don't know I can't where, we, remember. where we... We're talking about nose allergies or something. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Swelling. I don't know. Anyway, allergies. You don't believe in allergies. No, I do. I do believe. I just think there's something going on. I think there's something going on. That there wasn't... There was no such thing... Like, what, what like, there's people who, like, are... No, like, remember years ago, you just Milk. Fucking, now there's uh, ki- kids that can't eat eggs and kids that can't eat, I don't know, fucking cheese or they're allergic to chocolate or the, the, if he ha- if he sniffs a nut, his head blows off or, I don't know, there's all these different things. I'm just saying there's something weird going on. So there's been a weird correlation and nobody's saying that. And those allergies didn't exist. I'm being full-on conspiracy theorist now. Nutcase, I know that. But I'm just saying, I don't remember seeing these allergies when I was a kid. I don't remember ever seeing them. Yeah, okay, there was a few kids that were odd and you used to be holding up their hand and could go to the toilet without asking. There's definitely yeah, something wrong with kids. them. There was a kid who used to get, couldn't have holy, or couldn't take Holy Communion, so he used to get wine every Sunday at Mass. So he used to go up and just stand on his own and the priest down and give him wine. It's not just that was being a, a t- Protestant, though. 
No, it was Catholic mass. No, he couldn't eat the wheat. <laughs> he was <laughs> celiac. <laughs> no, was he just Protestant? Protestant. Do you get wine at a Protestant mass? Yeah, you do, yeah. Does everybody get some? Yeah, you get a sup, yeah, you do, yeah. Oh, now I'd be into that. Yeah, yeah, I've gone to a couple of Protestant masses. Yeah, you're masses. into Protestant masses, aren't you? I am into, I like a Protestant service. I do, they don't call it a mass. I'm into, oh, I, like a, I, like a, I like a good service. <laughs> they sing a song. They're very vocal. Like, unlike us. I remember going to a mixed wedding. And uh, it was the bride was Catholic and your, your man was a Protestant. Right. And they tried to incorporate the, the two. The two. So the only thing we didn't know was they do all these hymns. They do loads of oh, fucking loads hymns. Of they, hymns yeah. And it's all stuff. And they have little books. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, it's not just like us with the. May the Lamb of God and the Holy Spirit. They do like, you know, it's like, um, all things bright yes. and beautiful, all creatures with feet and all. Right. They do all this shit. But <laughs> so we didn't know any of that. But they don't do the whole stand up, sit down, kneeling, gospel cross. There's crosses. a lot of they a don't lot do of any movement. of that. Do they not? No, they so just they stand. They just stand and sit down. I think. And so they were looking at us, not knowing what to do. It was like the shittest game of um, Simon Grace. Says you've ever seen in your life. They didn't know what to do. <laughs> it was actually a great wedding. So they just stand and say, there's a lot goes. But you, and you know now if you go to mass, I was at a funeral uh, a couple of weeks ago, and now because I suppose we're so unused to going to mass that know, the priest yeah. talks you through it now. Priest goes. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, you have to help. Now us out, we'd like. ask you to take a seat. Now we'd ask you. And there's a lot of standing up, sitting down, and I'm, I'm always a bit, when it comes to the kneeling part, I'm never sure. I'm like, you know, when it comes towards communion and stuff, when they yeah. start, I never. I'm, I'm always kind of waiting for someone, to, you know, to give the nod. Once and I'll go with the older people. When, yeah. when they start to kneel, you go, that's the cue. Yeah, I had an L one push me on the back once because I was supposed to kneel. I just couldn't be bothered. Yeah, but then you see, there's always there's always a dispensation then for people. It's like, oh, she can't. Yeah, but she, she just well. pushed me on the back. Yeah, well, you looked probably able-bodied. Well, I am able-bodied, but I just wasn't in the humour. Like, I, yeah, surely you should be able to just observe, no? No, I think it's taken part. I think that's the whole thing with God. I think he's very much into taking part. Um, shall we talk about the the uh, 100th episode? Because today's the 98th. Today is the 98th I swear episode. to God, you're totally rattling me. Like, oh, you, so you're like, literally, you're you're shaking the room. I can't help it. You have so much sugar searing through I your can't brain. help it. I'm so excited it. I'm that we still have another podcast to record after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, off. I'm goofed out. I was You're really in- tired. And then leaving, I grabbed a better quarter of an Easter egg and I had, an, I had two coffees and now I'm just kind of, I'm not exactly myself today. Right, yeah, great. I'm a bit all over the place. I'm very spaced out, to be honest with you. It's I don't. good, isn't it? It makes for good podcasting. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and you reading your emails, are you? Are you no, I'm not. Notes? I was going to tell you a story. Oh, did tell you, me. Uh, just, did you see the story in the... Oh, you want to talk about the 100 podcasts? No, it's fine. We can talk about it. Oh, did you see this amazing? You know the way I love pigeons, right? You know, I have this fucking absolute love of a pigeon. about the pigeons. Go on. You know, I love pigeons. Mm-hmm. Did you see? I sent you a pigeon from Chicago. Oh, you did? Yeah, you did send me a picture of a pigeon. Yeah. See? And little did I know. Pi- ah, animal facts. Animal facts. We've off. got those animal facts. Animal facts. Animal facts. We've got those animal facts. Woo! Pigeon facts. Did you know? No. In Mauritius. It is the only place in the world where they have a pink pigeon. The pink pigeon is home in in Mauritius. It's the only place you can actually get a pink pigeon anywhere else in the world. And Why? it's absolutely I don't know, they just love it there. Um but <laughs> also pigeons. did you know no. fucking pigeon fact of the world? And therefore, with pigeons being the best fucking animals in the world, the absolute best animal fact of all time. Nice. Did you know you can teach pigeons? To tell the difference between like a Van Gogh and a Monet. What? Yeah, you can teach them the difference between art 
You can teach them the difference between art. Why can you teach them the difference between art as you point them? I don't know around. why you would or why you could. Maybe it's the spot of forgery. If you're buying... <laughs> Imagine. So you're going into an art dealer's, you're like, don't mind me, I've just brought my pigeon. Well, you wouldn't even show you just have the pigeon up your jumper. And you take yeah. him out. What do you think of that? Is that a real Van Gogh? And just take the cigarette out of your mouth. <laughs> Stop. Stop eating the chewing gum. Look at the fucking painting. <laughs> yeah, you can teach them, yeah, to tell. Yeah, you can teach them to separate art. They're the smart little fuckers. They know more about art than most of us. They know. They I want to know why, though. We need to investigate this further because I, I really need to know what, what, what it is. Why? How do they know? What's, what's in them that they have a natural Good flair? Taste. They what do you eat mean? fucking vomit off the ground, PJ. Pigeons don't have good taste. Although the Chicago pigeons seem to be a little bit more classy than the Irish, the Dublin pigeons. Really? Yeah. Well, the one, they were just kind of cruising around the bean. <laughs> do you know? around the bean. They, were, like, they weren't frantic to try and get food off you, whereas every Irish pigeon, every Dublin pigeon, like literally sees you and flies at you because they're like, I've got any, I've got food. Now I'll take look- the sick. Parents may praise their children's artwork as if each piece was a Da Vinci or Rembrandt, but pigeons, and this is from the New Scientist, by the way, new researchers, yes, are somewhat more discerning. Several birds have successfully learned to tell the difference between a well-executed and crude paintings, all created by 9 to 11-year-olds. Right, okay, this isn't exactly the pigeon I was talking about, but it's still a very (laughs) clever fucking pigeon, right? So no, the city hasn't devised a plot to simultaneously rid its streets of pigeons and employ art teachers that work for peanuts, or rather again, so fuck off, you're trying to be smart, just tell me the stories. Uh, So yeah, this isn't... Yeah, so they can tell good art from bad art. This is basically what they're saying, right? He trained four birds. They were on loan from the Japanese Pigeon Fanciers Club, right? Um, To appreciate children's art by linking correct assessments of paintings with food, ones that were deemed good, ones that were deemed shite, ones that got A's, C's and D's, right? Mm -hmm. And then they put the painting to a jury of 10 adults and pigeons, right? (laughs) 10 adults and four fucking pigeons, right? And they unanimously, all of them together, declared the good and bad by the panel. The pigeons got it right every fucking time. Pigeons are smart enough to appreciate and enjoy the arts. So there you go. Don't tell me that's not an incredible animal fact. That beats baboons cleaning each other's fur just because they're sound fuckers. There's no... We'll We'll do more animal facts in the next episode. Before we finish up for this episode and give PJ some water and try and take him back from the edge for episode 98. (sighs) The 100th episode. So next... So today's the 4th of April. The next one is out on the 18th of April, which is PJ's birthday. Yeah. I thought your birthday was the 19th of April. That's terrible. Definitely Um, the 18th. So yeah, you know when you were born. Um... The actually question about that is the 18th of April the day you were born? Yes. So you knew the day you were born? Yes, I did. My, oh yeah, my birth yeah. date. Yeah. yeah. I, knew, I always knew my birth date. Yeah. I just didn't know my birth name, if that makes sense. Oh, so you weren't called PJ when you were no, born? I was called Dermot. Dermot, yeah. What? Dermot was my birth name, yeah. Yeah. How is it like uh, for all the shit I give you, uh, like in life? How and we talk about your adoption. (laughs) How (laughs) the fuck do I have I never known this? Yeah, Dermot was me. I was christened Dermot. My first christening. Well, you see, I wasn't. You You were christened in the, or you were born and christened when you were born. When I was christened, I was born. Yeah, because you know the way. Yeah, because you know the way when you're born. Um, they think anything could happen. So, and you know, the way you, quite quickly. you can be christened by any Catholic. It doesn't have to be a priest. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. So, any, so that's basically because 
we had this fucked up belief of limbo back in the day. Yeah. Where if you die without being christened, you went to this weird place. Called so um, when people were either dying and hadn't been christened, any Christian could do it. Yeah. Or any Catholic could okay. do it. Okay. You wouldn't have a Protestant on it now. Not, not, not in Ireland. No. Jesus Christ. Uh, or when uh, a, if a child was born was sick or with the, may had something, so you always christened straight away. You got it done. Uh, to save the soul. Original sin. We yeah. all carry original sin until we're christened. So... Your knowledge of Catholicism is terrifying. <laughs> so, I got christened when I was born, but the name I was given was Dermot. So did your mom give, like your birth mother... Sorry. My birth mother would have given me that name. You yeah. don't answer any of these questions. No, I no, know. no. I would have been but given that did, So your birth mother called you Dermot. Dermot. Okay. Yeah. And then when you were... How old did you again when your mom and dad adopted you? I was about six months, I think. Because you were old enough in terms of... Yeah, by the time I got, I was left Cork and went to the um, adoption agency in Dublin, and then was you Temple Hill? No, no. I was uh, Cunniff in South Anstry. Yeah. yeah. So by the time all that happened, it was about six months. Yeah. And then, so were you answering to Dermot at that point, or I don't know what I was doing. I don't really have much of a memory of the whole thing, to be quite honest with you. But obviously, when I got I'm to Dermot. my parents, they had no idea. They were just given a a boy, a, baby a kid. boy. Yeah. So it says he's christened. Don't worry about it. If that happens, he won't go to hell. Good. Um, but that what meant, happens from here, though, it's all downhill. But that meant I didn't have... I had a naming ceremony much later in life. So I remember so getting the name when? PJ. Stop. I was about seven or eight. Yeah, I remember it. I had a pair of shorts on and uh, I had to walk up to church holding a candle and I had my naming ceremony, yeah? And that's when I became Patrick Joseph or Paddy Joe. Like, actually, that, I don't know why that makes me really emotional, but there's something really emotional about, about that. About remembering like, your christening, like... Yeah, no, but... Because, yeah, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, no, fairness. <laughs> but, no, but, like, I just think that that thing of, like, that whole... Like, that, obviously, that your mom, your birth mother named you. Yeah. And then, obviously, she had you for a very short amount of time, and then you were adopted out or whatever. And then that you were a little boy, and then your mom yeah, and dad, like... Like brought and gave me an. I just think, oh, that's like. Yeah, I must be the only young fella that cycled home from his christening. <laughs> <laughs> my, the pictures of my kids on their christening day are like infants. Meanwhile, there he is in his shorts cycling home on his rally oh, burner. My little suit, just like his little suede suit he jacket. Had. had you made your conf- or communion at that stage? Do you know? Oh, you wouldn't. No, know, I wouldn't. You, know, yeah, you, you can't. Oh, yeah, I no, because you were know. christened. Oh, I was christened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder did they do a tour? Do you know sometimes they do a tour? They do the the confirmation or the communion on this. Seven. It would have been very close. It would have been the same I was year. Six. I was six when I made my communion. Yeah, I was a year later than most, so it would have been around. It probably was the same year. Probably was the same year. Now that they think of as it, as much yeah. as I take the piss out of you, like I I do find your whole adoption thing fascinating. I know you don't. I know you're just a bit like it's just normal. Well, it is. I'm, I'm, the more I talk about it over the last couple of years, especially, the more I realise it's not as normal as I thought it was. But it was normal for you, sense. though. It was normal for me, but it's but more it's like... Nor- I ne- it's it never, not I never normal. would have thought it to be as interesting. But now, lately, seeing as though it's out there, the amount of people that ask me about it, mm. and the amount of people that come up to me, like, fucking seriously, mostly, actually, all women, all women that have come up to me since and said... Um, they have said, like, listen, I'm adopted as well, but nobody knows. My husband doesn't know. My kids don't know. Uh, they've just lived with it like it's some dirty secret. And that's something I could never relate to. And that's only this year that that kind of put it... Well, yeah, it is this year. Yeah, it would be fair. It's this year. It's since I did... It's actually, no, do you know something? It's two years. Because I started hosting stories. these adoption 
things yeah. for the adoption. It's like an adoption society. Yeah. And it's for people who want to adopt or people who have adopted and they're not sure what to go. Yeah. So they told, I've been asked to host a couple of years in a row. And uh, at those, and since then, I've had people come up and say, and it's, that's not uncommon. And all women now that I think of it, it hadn't dawned on me until now, that have come up and said, yeah, I've never told anyone. Never. I was, I've never told my husband. My kids don't know. I've always seen it as a real dirty secret or maybe they haven't said dirty secret, but they say it's been a big yeah, secret. It's, it's, yeah, it's always felt like something closed doors, I have kind of. to keep to myself or something I could never tell anybody. Like I've literally been the first person they've told. You know what I mean? I think it's mad. We, but we I do. think it's mad. And they would be like, you know, older than me, maybe. Some of them. See, well, we, we, and I think people probably aren't familiar with Ireland and, and that epidemic that we had. Like, we had, like, an epidemic of young women who got pregnant who were fucked into homes. Sent, and, to, sent and, into the mother-baby yeah, homes. Yeah, sent into baby homes. And their babies, t- like, you know, they could have gone for a shower or they'd gone for a bath and their, their baby gone when they got back. And, you know, the, the, yeah. that's not... not, not that selling, didn't happen. And they were selling them. And, but that's where they were you know, going. They, selling they, them they, to the they, States, Yeah, mostly. they weren't... Yeah, they weren't uh, it wasn't that they you know, these women were going in majority of them boy choice going tell you what I don't want to have my baby I tell you what I want you to do hand it away to some fucking stranger these were young girls who you know most cases yeah. wanted to keep their children see this and- is kind of why I have strong feelings about the whole eight referendum and stuff as well is because of this it's because these people well no no that's not fair because I hate this shout down bullshit I like I think we have to fucking talk to each other I hate this like you're all a bunch of fucking religious loons but my point on it is you know, this the Catholic Church who are the ones saying, you know, respect both, respect the life of the child and the mother. It's like I grew up in a place, or I not I grew up in a place, but I was born in a place where they were using kids to test animal vaccines. And it was a religious place. And I don't think your history really says you do love both. I mean, if you're locking women up in a place and then using the kids to test animal vaccines, yeah. or you've got to tune babies burial grounds and you've got these and you've got the history of the Magdalene Laundries I don't think you get to tell people to love both from a religious standpoint if that if I, I understand I actually do understand where people are coming from that aren't into abortion or yeah. that think that I, I, I don't agree with them at all but I do know where they're coming from but my own history I just I don't buy it I just don't buy the narrative that's my own feeling on it because yeah. I know other people who are adopted and I've spoken to them about it and they'd never say who they are because it's their own business sure. and they're very anti-abortion and are voting no purely because they think if there was such an abortion law none of us that would have ever happened my argument is that doesn't really matter like, like my argument is the potential is not, an, is not a reason I still don't think they would have murdered us I wouldn't see it that way. That's the way. I would not see that as us being killed if we never existed. It's a different hypothetical, philosophical And then argument. if you want to push and talk about Tume and you talk about the reasons for a death for those babies. Yeah, you, you I know. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those kids. So and you, kids that died, that came out of the place that I was in. I know their babies were in. And, and like, I'm lucky I was in mid-70s, so I just missed most, and if not all of this. Uh, but yeah, you know, those kids... There was no reason for any of that, you know. Although, yeah. although you know, I, I do get it was a different time and I do get it was a country inherited by young men that didn't know what to do and they gave it to a church because they kind of had no understanding of what to do and what, what way to run a country. I do, I, I understand how it happened, I do. Well, it doesn't make it any better. We were in our infancy, but we're we not are, anymore. Well, no, we're not anymore and now it's, it's a hangover time to... from it all. Yeah. But at the same time, I hate people shouting down people who are 
pro-lifers because I just think it's they're not talking to each other that causes the problem. Everybody has, has a I right. I don't agree with them. I really don't agree with them. I'm probably too far left in my attitude about mm-hmm. it. I just think if a woman wants an abortion, that's the fucking end of it. That's my way of looking at it. Yeah. But at the same time, I have to open my mind and say it's not that simple and listen to what the other side are saying. But it's fucking, look, that's just, I didn't well, expect I think, to I get th- into this. No, that's for we, sure. went, we went into a, we went <laughs> a very, uh, very, but yeah, yeah. But look, the referendum will come round and the most important thing on, on the 25th of May is that you vote. Whatever yeah. your vote is, is that you vote, really. And if you don't vote, spoil it. Just don't sit at home. No like, vote, if you like, really, but, you know. Yeah. Jesus, if people that are listening that don't live in Ireland, I don't think they realise the shit show we're walking into. The next no. two months is going to be an absolute shit show in so Ireland for, as we go to vote a for quick, abortion. A, so, the, so abortion is illegal in Ireland. So at the moment we have a, a certain amount of women every single day that leave our shores and 12, travel. Roughly. Yeah, so, so travel to, to England and, and further afield. We also buy in abortion pills online uh, and take them illegally. 185 this year so far have been um, confiscated. confiscated. So we don't know how many so really come are coming through. in. Yeah. Um, so we have we have a, a, a massive problem, but at the moment we export it. So we have an amendment called the Eighth Amendment. Um, so at the moment they want the amendment taken out. Taken out. Even though it was only voted in in the 80s. Exactly, yeah. So... Um, so we now have a massive political conflict at the moment of people who are pro-choice and we have people who are pro-life and it's getting as we so it's only just been called in the since last Monday Monday a week ago they've called the referendum to get it to be called has been huge it's been a massive movement to get there and on the 25th of May, May people will go and they will vote and they will they will have their choice on whether the Eighth Amendment and people are terrified of and people are terrified but the but, but it's like a, it's we have, so heated it's, we have never like to me this is I've never experienced anything like this I marriage mean, equality was a walk in the park but, that, but the marriage equality was everything was happy it was it was you know what I mean it was there was a it was a happy feeling to it it was a bit like you can't refuse love you can't whereas yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. is is in some cases is very nasty Um, the the you know, whichever way you're looking at it, but there's billboards with very tiny fetuses. Well, I tell you, I'm living it. I, like where my ma is living and where I'm living, very different constituencies. Yeah. And this is why I think there's... I don't know if it's going to go. I, I t- you I know something, know. I fucking... This is what freaks me out about the whole thing, right? Where I'm living is in Dunleary. It's hmm. the most liberal constituency. Yeah, it's, it's a the real first mishmash, pro- actually, isn't it? People yeah. like... And it's the first one with left-wing referendum in the past. It's the okay. first one across the line every single time yeah. first count done and it's always they don't mess around the first constituency in <laughs> yeah. count finish and it's always big. and it's big it's a right big big chunk but when i go back north of the liffey right when i'm on a, around marina way and stuff it's all no it's, it's all old, no it's, but it's old dublin you but still it, it very old dublin, old dublin. But it's like all the women i know are, that i've been talking to about it honestly are saying they're voting no wow um a, a lot of, some of the older ones aren't like I mean this is all anecdotal so it doesn't mean shit right yeah, it's just my own statistics. experience this yeah. is not a fucking yeah. statistic this is me talking right uh, so I know th- there's a marked difference in when I'm in Dunleary talking to people I mean it's just across the board yes about time can't wait this that the other but it seems to be a very isolated demographic it seems to be young middle class women that are out there doing that thing where there seems to be what terrifies me it does seem to be a broader spread on mm. the other side like it's Different ages, it's different genders, it's different 
sort of background, it seems to have a broader spread. And if you saw the march, that pro-life march that went through the city, it was it dwarfed the repeal march. Like they're yeah. mobilizing silently. And I think the campaign has just started now. Mm. It's gonna get fucking dirty. It's gonna be and when really it gets dirty, and I tell you this, I swear to God, I know it's gonna happen. I really do feel it's gonna happen to the point I'm actually nearly afraid to say it, but you know this the whole thing is now it's up to twelve weeks. A renewed abortion up to twelve weeks. It's just a matter of time before somebody has a video of a heartbeat or a hand moving and they say this is a 12-week-old or an 11-week-old yeah. fetus. And I don't, even if it's not true, you can put that out there and I just think that's but the people are going to swing on it. This is not one, not by a long shot. No, and and, and I, I genuinely, when I say, I I don't know. With with the with the yes for equality vote, I just felt like it just seemed like it was just ridiculous we were even having yeah. to vote on it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but yeah. with this, I don't know. I would say from my standpoint, to me, my like as a mother and to me, abortion is not for me. But I have never been in a position where yeah. I have needed to have an abortion. Yeah. I've miscarried a child, but I've never been in that position. But and you know, and I would hate to be put in a position medically or otherwise that I would have to but that's my but it is not my choice for what any other woman yeah. chooses to do and, and as well I was chatting to a woman called well no Jesus I'm having to be really careful yeah no names I'm to be no really names. fucking careful here yeah. chatting to someone who is a nurse in that field I yeah think of that's course as loose as I can be. Yeah. and she was saying the reality of it is it's absolutely terrible you have women coming in who have no chance yeah. or women who are suffering from cancer like you know, and they have ser- They've only found out because of their pregnancy. Yeah. They have some. Like, they have these kinds that they're told it's not going to happen. They then have to go and get on a plane and leave their own country. We export our problem to the yeah. Brits, and then that has to happen. And it comes back. I mean, at least just with that in mind. And I know that there's but a slippery just, look, slope. But listen, I think the, the, the biggest thing with all of it is is that you need to educate yourself on it. Educate what you... If you are going to vote, educate yourself on it. Know the facts on both sides. Listen to what both have to say. Have conversations with people. Ask people what they're doing. And at the end yeah, of the day... Don't get upset. Don't, don't shout down. No. Don't shout down because all you're doing is convincing other people yeah. they're right. But shouting doesn't win an argument shouting it actually does the opposite yeah, it makes people feel that definitely you're just, right it's just it's just loud noises but at the end of the day just just you know if if you've never and that's to me that's what I always go I am touch wood so thankful I've never been that woman that I've never had to make that journey and that I have but you know at the end of the day I don't feel that we need to export our problem and that That's, that there's not, women bringing home we've 12 women a day are leaving we, we have do, a problem like pe- like all, just, the, all know, we're doing is stopping them having yeah. healthcare when they come home so, yeah but and also we're not stopping to, abortion to bring to bring their children and, and home post them home oh fucking hell do you know yeah. like the, the reality of that anyway we've gone very dark well, very but at the end of the day PJ's birthday is the 18th of April <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah <laughs> he knows what it is oh. and the second podcast goes out on the 18th of April so that means that the 100th episode of the Dublin Dublin the, the Dublin, Dublin podcast Dublin. will be on Wednesday the 2nd of May, May. But on Tuesday, the 1st of May, at 8pm, 
We're going to stream the podcast live. Hey, live podcast. And we won't be talking about anything serious. No, absolutely not. So that's what's definitely going to happen. So it's definitely going to be absolutely live for 8 o'clock at night, I think is the 8 plan. o'clock at night on Tuesday, the 1st of May. We're going to stream it on Headstuff's Facebook page. So um, we'll put look, we'll put everything up coming up in the run up to whatever. But at 8 o'clock on the 1st of May, the 100th episode, because we want to do a live show, but we're not going to get there with it. It's just we haven't got the time. And Peter, you know, Peter's like, oh, in the ass. Um, <laughs> So <laughs> what we're well, gonna do? Not that. So what we're gonna do is you can you eight o'clock get a I don't know a glass of water a vino whatever you need a beer uh, get your phone your laptop whatever it is and make sure that you're on the Facebook uh, Facebook page or the Headstuff Facebook page and we'll we'll do we'll sit here have a chat and do a live and you can interact that way as well. Yay. So there you go. Jesus, right. Fuck me. Episode 98. We dragged you in there. Uh, Episode 99 would be light, airy, and we're trying to work off a little bit of uh, PJ's excess energy he has there. Yeah, I'm going to eat a sandwich and write some jokes for you. There you go. Right. Talk to you uh, next uh, Wednesday week. Peace. Oh, don't forget Dublin Podcast on... uh, Twitter at PJ Gallagher at Suzanne Kane FM on Twitter and Suzanne.fm on Insta and PJ's is PJ Gallagher on Insta. Peace! This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.